Make your plans now to join us for the G3 National Conference, September 30th through October 2nd, as we'll gather for Christian fellowship and the worship of God through song and the preached word. Our theme for the 2021 conference will be centered on biblical Christology. You can find registration details at g3men.org. Get 15% off by mentioning code G3BAR. That's G3BAR. Hey, what's up, Bar listeners? Before we get into this episode, want to let you know that today's show is brought to you by AGTV. That's right. The people that made the American Gospel documentary has come up with a streaming service app. It's pretty much like Netflix for solid biblical content. Go to watch AGTV. Use the code BAR, the number one, to get 10% off the monthly rate. AGTV is so awesome. They also have our very own Just Thinking podcast on there. So you want to make sure you go to watchagtv.com. Use the code BAR, the number one, for 10% off. To the bar, come on and pull up a seat and open up your Bible. What a wonderful feast! The living bread, and we're discussing what it means for the streets, the inner cities, and the burbs, and every person we meet. This is where we challenge worldviews that we hear from world news. In light of the scripture, we are here to serve you. We're your source for resources to help you on your way as you battle mean forces. This is for the people who can see the importance of sound theology and the scripture that support it. And this is for the truth lovers, biblically reforming, preaching Christ to the nations. Yeah, welcome to the the Reformation, yeah. The bar, biblical and reformed. Grace and peace, everybody. What's going on? It's not your boy T Barlow, it's actually your boy Dwayne from the bar crashing in on bars, biblical and reformed spitters. And I had to because uh, shout out to T Barlow, man. I know he got a lot going on. Big shout out to that brother uh, with the addition of twins to the family and working on his project as well as working in a regular job. So uh, big shout out to T Barlow. That's why we hadn't had many bars uh, installments. But uh, the artist that I'm bringing to you today um, inspired me to you know jump on and do it myself uh, mainly because we were already kind of Instagram friends and and, uh, and and I saw some other stuff that he had done and wanted to bring on none other than my brother Mr. M how are you sir I'm doing well man I'm glad to be here appreciate you for having me awesome fam awesome I appreciate you taking time out of your busy schedule speaking of working and kids and family <laughs> I know we all got that going on man so uh, the way T Barlow like to start his show man is uh, let you introduce yourself and then piggyback that with you know uh, your your story and in, in, in coming to Christ sure so um, my name is you know, I like to say it fully because some people know me as my middle name and some people know me for my, my real first name. So my name is M. Alex Brown. Uh, a lot of people know me as Conscience. That's my artist name uh, under the brand Conscience Hip Hop. Uh, I do creative content. I do uh, hip hop music. And uh, I guess that sums it up pretty well. I'm, I'm, I'm heavily involved in the arts and in the local community as far as equipping people uh of all ages to glorify god to the maximum that's my passion and 
I happen to be gifted in the areas of the arts and public speaking. And so I try to uh, use that gift well to the glory of God by just shaping, uh, you know, minds for Christ and, and uh, you know, professing the hope that is in Jesus. And so um, I've been doing that probably since about 13. I'm 30 now. So I've got some some equity in the game, so to speak. Um, and, uh, you know, I just I really enjoy it outside of the, the ministry stuff. I also like to just educate folks on what I'm learning in the whole business and marketing process and how to make quality art and just giving people a lot of different lenses to think through things to do them effectively and efficiently. So that's kind of where my heart is. As far as uh, how I came to the gospel, uh, I was raised in the church. Uh, since a child, um, I would say just as a quick blanket summary that I was raised in kind of a mega church background. Um, mm -hmm. A lot of uh, I don't want to summarize that that camp, but you know, outside of that, <laughs> I had a lot of uh, watered down gospel and, and wasn't really raised up in that. But I do believe I heard the genuine gospel. It's just as far as the the Christian life and what's part two was kind of the part I was more confused about. Um, and and, and uh, I confessed Jesus as Lord and gave my life to Christ at around 13, roughly. Um, and, and from that point, God took me on a long journey through my uh, middle school and high school years, um, you know, kind of being a lone wolf Christian, uh, hopping mm. from church to church, um, playing as much Bible roulette as possible to try and figure out who God is and what I'm supposed to do in light of this this realization that I'm in need for a savior and, and, and now that I've given my life to Christ, uh, what the newness of life looks like and the renewing of the mind and, um, and glorifying God. And, um, you know, so I, I, unfortunately I had to uh, navigate through that stuff alone oftentimes and with some, you know, fortunate people placed in my life in the church, but I, I did that wrestle. Uh, I endured that wrestling match <laughs> uh, from middle school through high school. Um, and, and when I got into college was really when I started um, not questioning things in general, but just having more questions and not feeling content that they weren't answered about God. And mm. so uh, I began to press in and God graciously uh, put people in my life to help push me uh, in that in that challenge of just figuring things out, who God was, you know, how authentic was my faith really. Um, and, and, you know, this whole time I had a life of repentance and faith, so I don't want to make it seem like I was a fraudulent Christian or never was. But in right. terms of the sanctification process, I didn't have a lot of clarity on things and I sincerely pursued God, but I didn't understand uh, the things that God had put uh, around me that could help me flourish and just having a focused mind and a heart for him that was as as less tainted as possible. And so anyways, uh, I began to get some roots in my faith and in theology, much more solidified in college and uh, through meeting various people and getting plugged into real biblically solid churches. Uh, that began a, about an eight to 10 year span of just having, uh, you know, I would say the gas being poured on my faith. And um, it, it, was a, it was a game changer. And so uh, that's how I came to Christ. That's uh, a unique story um, in that, you know, I kind of had that lone wolf face for so long, but I do believe that God was glorified in the midst of it. And uh, I, my goal is to help people who might be in that situation uh, where they feel like they want to grow closer to God and just don't have any foundation biblically uh, to help people who 
are going through that same experience so that they don't have to take years and years and years to be uh, built on solid truth uh, like I struggled with when I was growing up. Awesome, man. That is that is so awesome to hear. I mean, you know, even your 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 come to faith. Uh, I think I was actually around the same age. I don't even tell people this that often. So um, I was around the same age when I walked the aisles on a, a youth uh, revival night. Uh, the message was, what in hell do you want? You know, so <laughs> it's like, OK, I don't want nothing that's in hell, you know, and and I walked the aisles, man. And um, and, and I, I gave my life. Um, you, you know, went through that same up and down struggle uh, to the point where uh, when I was in high school, I didn't want to be saved no more. Actually, might have been middle school. Yeah, it, I was too cool for it. You know, I didn't want sure. I didn't want to be known as the, the the church boy. You know, they give you those nicknames and 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 fully, you know, uh, turned away, man. So it, that's that's interesting to hear that side, man, that that you went through that and uh, and God brought you full circle, man. Um, so that's very, very encouraging, man. So let's jump right into the project, man. Tell us about the name of the project is this your first because i don't know this is we we talked for the first time is this your first like official release project tell us a little bit about kind of a a a bird's eye view and then we'll dig a little deeper sure so um yeah i'll start with is this my uh first project it's my first official release um and that's largely due to just the landscape of music it's much more easy and financially feasible to put Mm -hmm. out an album on the platforms now so the landscape has changed. Uh, like I said, I've been doing music since about 13. So as far as albums, I've made well over 26 uh, full-length projects. Um, and, and prior to this release, I had always been releasing them for free or out of the trunk. So um, mm-hmm. this is my first like publicly available um, charge release. Um, and yeah, there's a lot of backstory there, but that's, a, that's another podcast. <laughs> okay, okay. Oh, and then as far as the um, the title, so this official release is called The Sound of My Silence. And uh, people who know me and are familiar with my work as far as the art, I love to do conceptual stuff. I think that concepts are a great way to communicate truth and, and, and your story. And so uh, my background educationally is in teaching. So I did a bachelor's in the arts. Uh, in art studies as well and then I did a master's in secondary education so teaching in high school specifically uh, different facets of the arts drawing, painting, photography, digital uh, ceramics, uh, etc and so uh, I have that kind of teaching itch by nature Mm -hmm. so I love Mm -hmm. taking concepts and applying that in my music to tell my authentic, transparent life story uh, as a believer and lover of Jesus Uh, And then in light of learning new truths about God, communicating those as well, and just kind of having a a good marriage between those two. And um, so so this project, The Sound of My Silence, um, is about, you know, you you think, well, silence doesn't have sound. And so the concept there is that a lot of times when we behave or have certain reactions to life circumstances, even though we may say something or behave a certain way, there's oftentimes a contradiction or a completely different dialogue going on inside of our hearts and mm. in our minds. Um, some people say that that um, the, the loudest per or, or I'm trying to think how the saying goes, 
but basically along the lines of the fact that we're always communicating to ourselves internally. We might not be saying or doing much, but we're always talking to ourselves. And so um, the sound of my silence looks at those moments where you behaved or acted or reacted a certain way to life circumstance when mm -hmm. you were feeling something entirely different or wrestling through it a lot deeper in your personal life. And so I chose to take a couple of things in my own life where I've uh, done that before and tell the truth, tell the full truth. Mm. And so the, the album is a makeup of that inner wrestle and dialogue with God, sincerely walking through really important stages in my life, like Christian maturity, being a father, being a husband, um, uh, having quality friendship, the gospel, how big is God really in our lives, different things like that, um, stuff in the Christian hip hop community that I wanted to draw attention to. And then I also pulled in life experiences from my friends and family who have told me many a story about how this has impacted their own life. And I kind of bundled that together into a group of stories and, um, and, and concept records that I have for this album. So uh, that's the, the sound of my silence is kind of like the honest truth, the full story that you never got to hear. Love it, man. Love it. And that's actually a scary place. You know, I was sitting thinking about, mm -hmm. you know, what you were saying, you know, because there are plenty of times. I mean, I know, you know, and it's funny because, you know, we, we're like in our own uh, movie. You know, everybody has their own movie that they're living. And in my mind, you know, I'm thinking like, man, like I must be the only person, you know, thinking like this and looking, you know <laughs> what I mean? But to hear, you know, to hear you talk about it and, 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 and actually knowing that and now listen you know thinking about the actual album you know it's amazing that 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 a lot of stuff goes unsaid you know um a lot of stuff uh that we censor um and and i actually felt that i'm, I'm trying to remember the track uh we'll talk about it but uh one of the ones where you talked about having to move and uh staying in a church was now was that you or was that somebody else that was me so um in when I first tell me a little bit about that yeah absolutely um so around 98 um prior to the year of 98 I moved a lot with my mom for various reasons that I, I don't feel led to speak about right now but many different life circumstances and happenings in the family dynamic just caused us to have to move uh quite frequently so I never really had a place to call home and when I moved to Arizona around 98 um that was when we were really connected to the church uh, as a help resource. Um, we always, whenever we moved, connected to a local church and asked for help because we needed it uh, just to help transition and very practical needs that we had. And uh, I'll never forget when I moved to Arizona, we got connected uh, ironically to a, a big mega church. This church is absolutely massive. It's still here to this day. Um, and they they helped us they put us in in a hotel for like a week or two um and, and just kind of gave us resources and, and kind of put their arms around us which we were so grateful for uh so that my mom could transition well and we could kind of get established here uh and so so yeah i i remember just having you know these are the types of stories where whatever you want to say about where i was in christian maturity is is cool and you know i'm, I'm not prideful or or ashamed uh, of my story at all. So I don't mind people's perspective on it. It's hard to judge it when you don't hear the full story. But, um, but those are very practical moments in my life where God showed up in a big way. 
and right. they shaped my faith a lot because when I needed God to just live, <laughs> we prayed uh, sincerely and asked God provide, and He provided. So I just remember going through those times uh, and, and and God showing up. But yeah, that was a real testimony of my own life. Yeah, man, and and I felt that. You know, I was. And that's something that I love about your album, man. Like, like it, it had a, you know, certain things you, you know, you listen to, you know, you just kind of, you can drift off or whatever. And, and, you know, and I think I even told you, uh, when I, when I discovered it, uh, shout out to the sister on Instagram that put me on it. Uh, I said, I don't know her real name, but her Instagram name is <laughs> saved by grace alone. Uh, uh, but if you're listening, I appreciate you sharing that. But yeah, so I was listening while I was, I was mowing the lawn and, and, you know, it was just one of those things where like, like I felt the, 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 the music, I felt the lyrics. I mean, it was very well put together. You know, I think I sent you a couple of messages that day. I was just like, because everybody know well people that listen to the bar know that uh i'm i'm like i i get, I get od man when i when i like something like like i just like <laughs> something turns on and i'm just crazy like i just i sent a hundred messages you know because i'm trying to get my point across but but I, I just really i really dug that man so um you, you said you had a lot of experience in the in the arts man um, and so I'm, I'm assuming, uh, production wise, you had a, a, a big, a hand in it. Um, did you work with anybody? I know there weren't, I don't remember any collabs. Uh, what, what was your approach on that? Uh, sure. So <clears throat> as far as the beats on the project, um, I drew from, I believe four or five producers, uh, two local here in the Valley. And then, uh, the other producers were from around the world actually uh one from europe uh, europe and france i believe and then a few in, in the states and um so i did have a hand in the engineering uh mixing and mastering of this project um i had a friend uh, mendoza from plus 48 who helped me mix and master the record time and he also heavily influenced and educated me on uh sound engineering uh and then my boy wayne classic who also handled a lot of kind of little production uh, bells and whistles on the project but um, yeah I wrote and recorded all my songs mixed and mastered just about the entire project and um, the interludes and outerludes on that project I also uh, pretty much made from scratch in a collaboration with my friend Wayne uh, and then the rest of the records were just kind of records that I uh, purchased and, and you know put a creative spin on them but yeah more or less nice no that's that's dope because uh like I said, it, it everything you know fit, flowed together, uh, and that's why I was interested in you know who who like as far as if you had multiple producers because sometimes when you have multiple beats or I would want to say producers but multiple beats sometimes it it, it like the transition isn't there uh, just because of the dynamic of the style. Uh, but all right. I guess all the stuff that you picked or you know whatever purchase uh, seemed to fit together uh, pretty good. I mean to tell a story, man, which which was really dope. Um, so tell me, uh, let's see where we at on time. <laughs> I'm not used to doing this show. So tell me uh, <laughs> a little a little bit about uh, uh, what you got coming as far as what's going to come out of this project um, as far as, far as any other art things that you got maybe on the works or in the in the in the hopper as, as us country folks say 
So, so are you asking me what stuff after this project am I working on or what art stuff yes. off this project I'm doing? Both. Okay. So um, this album kind of kicks off my first project of the year. I want to have the ambitious goal right now of putting out five albums for the year. So um, I have this I have this one out. Um, I just released a full one hour long commentary on this album. So I'm really big on context and clarity. So I, I did a whole album, which is actually double the time length of this one, just simply breaking down each track in the album as a whole. That's available everywhere uh, that you, you know, stream or, or purchase music. So feel free to check that out. It's just called The Sound of My Silence, The Commentary. Uh, so that that's my second project. Um, I know you guys had uh, Oliver from Breath of Air Testimonies on here mm -hmm. uh, quite a while ago. Uh, him and I have a collaborative EP coming out next month uh, called 7K. Um, then I have uh, my Trap Soul project coming uh, around the third quarter. And then at the end of the year, it's a toss up between uh, my collaborative EP with uh, Wesley from the Artificial, or from Artificial Christian, the Christian hip hop group uh, out of Arizona as well. So I'll either release that as the fifth project or uh, my full length solo album at the beginning of the year. Um, those are the things I have going. As far as like album specific stuff to the sound of my silence, after the commentary, uh, I really just wanted to start conversations, man. So um, I launched a podcast and it's turning into a vlog cast right now where there's video and audio where I'm just talking about, um, it's hard for me to kind of narrow my niche. So uh, <laughs> because I incorporate, I incorporate so much of my life into my, you know, art expressions. So um, I try not to put a limit on that, but move you know, carefully and responsibly. So um, on the podcast, I just talk about life, um, the hip hop community, um, you know, testimonies, you know, various life questions that I feel float around the air a lot, but never really get uh, clarified. Um, and so, yeah, between the podcast, the albums, and then just creating a bunch of smaller micro content for my platforms, mostly on Instagram, but all over the place really, um, I like to just encourage people in the word of God, because uh, that's what we should be fixed on and move towards, and uh, and then do really excellent art that um, it is kind of that on display. <laughs> mm -hmm. um, and then I try to just live life very transparent and very honestly for the sake of, um, you know, people that don't know God at all and people that know God, but... Uh, could experience more fruit uh, by hearing more truth in a way that they can digest it and easily receive it. Awesome, man. That sounds good. Really sounds good. I, I love it. Um, definitely, uh, definitely excited for you, man. Um, you know, I, I definitely have a, a, a somebody in your corner cheering. Uh, what you what you're doing your project man uh, I really I really dig it and um, and I appreciate you coming on the show man it is definitely a blessing hope the listeners enjoy it as well um, before we close man because we're, we're about done uh, I like well Barlow likes to ask his guests uh, what uh, you know as far as what artists do you listen to if if any good question man <laughs> so um I listen to a lot of uh, different genre stuff, which I know won't help a lot of people because typically hip hop heads listen to hip hop and maybe <laughs> one other genre. So 
Uh, in the Christian hip hop space, I like listening to a group called Artificial Christian here out of Arizona. Um, I believe it or not, Oliver from Breath of Air Testimonies uh, goes by the name Verse, and he's got some great music. Um, I like God Over Money, like a lot of what they're doing. Um, uh, there's, there's, there's a couple goodies out there, but I'm finding more and more that the local cats are, are, yeah. are so much more doper than the guys who have the platforms. And put it mm-hmm. this way, I like a, I like a few people in CHH, um, but I also mostly listen to stuff non-hip-hop. So I love like right. Sade. Um, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I like R&B, jazz, Coltrane, uh, Miles Davis type stuff. Right. Um, you know, I like some electronica as well. Um, and, and really what I say to people who ask me what I recommend for music, if you go to like my website, conscienthiphop.com, or you check me out on Instagram, every week I make musical recommendations for a Spotify playlist. So nice. I try to bring people into my world uh, to submit music as well as like just showcase people that are doing music very well. Awesome. Yeah, no, that, I actually noticed that. Uh, might have been last week the uh the spotify playlist thing that's that's really dope really cool man so you actually kind of alluded to it man i'm gonna give you the floor man to address the listeners uh you know just whatever you want to say to them encourage them uh and then let them know where they can find all of your stuff and um and then we'll be out of here absolutely man so first and foremost thank you so much for having me on the show really appreciate it don't take it for granted Um, For those of you listening, um, if there's one thing I could communicate about what I do is is at the end of the day, you know, art aside and and all that aside, um, you know, Jesus is is very precious to me. And I hope that whatever I do, whether it's the arts or my life, uh, as it's on display to you guys, um, communicates that joy I have in the Lord and that need and that desire to press in um and and appreciate the gospel and give it to those who who don't have it um and so i'm really passionate about that and i try to do that in any area of life that i can have an excuse to do it in and thankfully the arts has a lot going on in it so that's kind of where i dwell right now but um i appreciate anybody who checks it out i'm always open to dialoguing so you guys can contact me and just chop it up about just about anything. And uh, I'd love to communicate with local community and anybody worldwide. So um, my main website to contact me is conscienthiphop.com. It's not conscious, it's conscience. I always break it down like (laughs) conscience, hiphop.com. And then my social media, um, you can find me on Instagram at conscienthiphop. You can find me on Twitter on conscience480. Um, and then on Facebook or YouTube uh, as Conscience Hip Hop as well. And uh, yeah, I'm mostly lurking on the Instagram and my personal website right now because you can just communicate so much content on there and that's where most people are. But um, one way or another, if you go on any of those platforms and find me, you'll find the, the Chinese scroll of other platforms I'm, I'm uh, <laughs> currently on. But thank you so much for your guys' uh, time and, and thank you for having even a tiny interest in the album i really worked hard on it yeah no no brother appreciate you coming on the show appreciate the hard work you put on in the album man it's definitely noticed uh and you know one thing that uh my friends would tell you if if uh you know if you ever got to meet them you know when it comes to music when it comes to projects uh i'm very critical 
um and 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 i you know being a musician myself i definitely pay hardcore attention uh to what i'm what i'm listening to and uh and and i, I definitely probably publicly want to let you know that I, I i think think it's dope man can't wait to check out everything else you got coming out man uh to the bars listeners man uh let's just take over t barlow show man and just do it on top of my show i don't no, this is fun. Hope you guys enjoyed it. <laughs> it's your boy Dwayne. Till next time, you guys. God bless you, and we are out. Grace and peace.
What's up, bar listeners? It's finally here, the bar exclusive content. Yes, that's right. You can sign up to receive exclusive content as low as $2 a week or $5 a month, $50 for the year to get exclusive content. What is the exclusive content? I'm glad you asked. The exclusive content is additional information from my guests, extra time with them in like the green moon setting, laid back, them asking me questions, I ask them questions, and also the Facebook group. You get an invitation to the Facebook group where we will have discount codes for the bar gear and many many more make sure you sign up the links in the show notes join the vip inside the bar group and we'll see you there